it's Mona. Welcome to episode four of season two of the Mystical Moon Society podcast. I know the world is in chaos at the moment, and as such, I wanted to say a big thank you for tuning in in the midst of all the craziness, which leads me to today's topic, psychic abilities or senses sharpening and or developing around the world. So let me explain what I mean. A year or more ago, the girls and I noticed a shift that was happening We kept telling one another that we felt like we were being led to prepare for something big, something that was coming. Some of us were having vivid dreams of acts of destruction or change, and we could see many others out there in the world were talking about the same things that we were talking about with only one another. We noticed that the world's views were changing, even if only slightly, and historical texts were being reevaluated, things we, as a whole, used to take as the gospel truth, were being questioned and rewritten, if you will. People were starting to wake up. It wasn't until this last weekend that I finished actually putting the puzzle together myself for my own dreams leading up to where we are now. I mean, like I said, we had dreams warning us of a change coming and that it wouldn't be easy. The dreams were very clear that whatever was coming was going to cause some sort of destruction around the world, pretty much, or I can't say for sure what the other ladies' dreams were in detail, but I do have quite a few of my own I can share. Back in late 2018, I started to have very, very vivid dreams. Well, more than usual. I usually have very detailed dreams anyway. Um, But they began to turn a little darker, and that's continued all the way up until current times. The first dream I remember was being approached by a wolf, and the wolf was carrying a spider in its mouth. Um, the wolf acted as if it was going to offer me the spider, and I don't think I've ever mentioned before on the podcast, but I detest spiders. I am terrified of them, and I went to decline the offering, but the wolf growled at me, and I felt like denying him would have been very bad for me, uh, so I took it. I held out my hand, and the wolf kind of just dropped the spider in my hand and then left me there standing in pitch black darkness with a spider as big as my head, in my hand. Was not happy with that. Nothing really happened with the spider. I just woke up. And I wasn't really sure what that meant. And later, with the help of a friend, I discovered that a spider in dream time can mean knowledge given or being gained. Uh, The wolf offering the spider from his mouth meant knowledge being given to me or spoken, which is what I believe my friend helped me discover. (laughs) And a few days later, I actually had another dream where I was walking with my family outside and we saw this looming shadow overcast us from miles ahead and it it was very curved like a sphere and I remember I turned around to try to figure out what was causing such a large shadow very quickly and I just was immediately terrified because it was Saturn. Saturn was right there like it was going to collide with earth and I just remember being terrified and very, very scared for my daughter's safety. I didn't want anything to happen to her. And I just remember being worried about her and knowing that something great and horrible and cataclysmic or destructive in some way wasn't far off on the horizon. So after that, I began having dreams of this nature pretty regularly, like a couple of months. The people I was with or where I was at or what specifics I was doing always changed per dream. But the main theme always stayed the same. It was like a 
post-apocalyptic world and it was survivor mode, ravaging through houses that were abandoned trying to find food or defending my home from others trying to break in to find food or fighting off people who were aggressive, stuff of that nature. There was one that really stuck to me after I woke up for quite a long time. I had to talk to the girls about it. I had a, a dream where it was um, a big building. I don't know if it was a school, a warehouse, or something. I just remember it was a really big building. And everyone was quarantined inside the building. We weren't allowed to go outside because outside was toxic. We just, if we were outside, we would die. And I remember I was separated from, from a little girl that I was with. And um, I couldn't find her. And they told me that she was a lost cause, that she was outside. So she couldn't come in because you know, she was toxic. And years passed and in the dream and it I was just devastated that entire time. And it was years before we were able to go back outside in my dream, which is crazy. Which I'm not saying is happening now because that is crazy. It's just my dream. They continued on off and on being very survivor mode again, post apocalyptic off and on, um, until two thousand twenty hit. And then my dream suddenly switched to being prepare. Very insistent on me needing to be prepared for something that was coming. I was always with the same person in each dream this time. It was always my guide and he was always telling me, pack, get ready, prepare, it's coming. Every dream he was helping me pack a bag or board a plane or get on a bus or something. I needed to be somewhere. I needed to do something. I needed to get ready. And he would try to to let me know I was running out of time. Until one of my dreams, he actually told me, it's time. And he led me to a meeting with a man. And I'm not sure who this man was. I didn't get a good look at him. I don't know why I was meeting him because I woke up and I haven't had a dream about this again. But within a few weeks or a month, I started to hear about COVID-19 happening in China. So my psychic abilities ramped up all through 2019 to current time. And I believe it happened to help warn and prepare me as much as possible for what was to come what is happening now. So that shift we saw the world starting on before the virus happened. Yeah, I believe that was more people waking up and preparing for the hardships ahead. I don't believe we're out of the woods. I mean, how could we be? We're in lockdown. There is more to come, I sense. More pain. But there's also a rebirth and peace that'll follow. It just might not be right away after the world starts to get back on what's left of its feet. So with that... I'd like to encourage all of you listening to see if you can look within yourselves and determine if you've also had any foretold knowledge or senses of something coming. Did any of you have dreams, visions, knowings, or see what was to come or what is yet to come possibly? Not necessarily about the virus per se, but about the world that's to emerge afterwards. The way you may have foresight could have been the same as mine or drastically different. We are all born different degrees of psychic abilities, but for whatever reason, most of us have learned to ignore them. We are all psychic, though it may appear in many forms and can be very different from one another. So what can psychic abilities look like? Well, that's a great question. There are so many different ways to be psychic that I can't really explain them all. I don't know them all, but I can talk about the most popular ones. And the main types of psychic abilities are what we call the clairs. I know you guys have heard us talk about these in a couple of other episodes, so I just wanted to go over them here. These are the ways in which we receive intuitive guidance. So I'll start with the two that I have the strongest aptitude for. Claircognizance, which is clear knowing. 
Claircognizance is the ability to just know something, without logic or facts. It may help to think of it as an inner knowing, like if you know that you shouldn't trust your new neighbor or get on the airplane, but you don't know why, that's claircognizance. These claircognizant feelings can be very strong, and they can also come in the form of intuitive thoughts that can pop into your head at random times. For example, I was sitting in the living room with my husband one day. We were both having quiet time, doing our own thing. I was reading a book. And I just stopped. I put my book down. I looked up and I said, my friend was here. And my husband was like, did, did your friend text you? And I'm like, no. And I showed him my phone that I had no notifications. And as soon as I held my phone up, my phone pinged. And it was that friend I was talking about. Texted me to let me know he had just pulled up. That's claircognizance. One of the other ones is clairsentience, which is clear feeling. Clairsentience is the ability to receive intuitive messages via feelings, emotions, or physical sensations. Empathy, feeling the emotions of others, is also a form of clairsentience. As a clairsentient, it may be very easy for you to know when someone is lying to you. You can just feel it somehow. I think that one's probably the most common one that people say that they have. Then there's clairaudience, which is clear hearing. It's a way of receiving intuitive messages without using physical ears. Think of clear audience as an inner hearing. For example, you may suddenly hear that little voice inside you say, go right or stop. When a highly sensitive person, such as a psychic or medium, is clairaudient, they are able to hear things that others cannot, such as spirit voices, sounds, and even music. For example, spiritual mediums are often clairaudient and can hear words, phrases, and names of those who have passed on. Most times, the mediums will hear spirit speaking inside his or her own head in her own voice. It sounds like you when you are reading silently to yourself. It's not a disembodied voice of some other person most of the time. There are some occasions where you can also hear an actual voice that is not your own. Clairvoyance. Clear seeing. Clairvoyance is inner seeing. Someone who is clairvoyant is not necessarily seeing the future or having dramatic psychic visions like you see in the movies. Rather, clairvoyance is very subtle. For example, you may just see a color or a number or even a symbol. You may or may not understand what those images mean, and they are not always meant to be taken literally. On the other hand, you may get a full-blown premonition. Like the old saying goes, I saw that one coming. <laughs> and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this one because I can't even, but clairalliance is clear smelling. Don't hate me, guys. It's the ability to smell things outside of the normal range of smell, such as the perfume of a loved one who has passed away. And another one I'm probably going to butcher, Claire Gustins? Yeah, okay. It's just clear tasting. It's basically the same as the clear smelling one, but it is tasting without actually putting anything in your mouth. So how to maybe help nurture these abilities, right? Well, there's a couple of tips I have here. One, trust yourself. Don't doubt yourself. Know that the voice is going to be soft until you become more adept with it. It's going to be a soft nudge or a soft push. It's going to be a very, very small voice until you learn to trust it more. The more trust you give it, the more you encourage it, the louder and the stronger it's going to be. The ego is loud, demanding and domineering, filling us with fears and stopping the natural flow of our life. And intuition is essentially voiceless. You have to pay attention. It is quiet and still. 
To get to it does take practice and devotion. Meditation is one way to isolate the voice so you can begin to know it and to feel it. That way you can recognize it when it does speak or when it does try to reach to you. That way you can know what it feels like and you can move past that ego and realize that that's not what you should be listening to. So I do have three exercise ideas here to help you guys try to encourage the growth of your abilities. Exercise one, ask someone to bring a small object to you, like a piece of jewelry or something. You don't look at it, close your eyes, take a few deep breaths while running your hands together to get the energy moving. Have this person place the object in your hand and continue to relax. Focus on feeling the energy in this object and notice if you get any impressions on the owner of the object. Do you feel anything? Get any impressions? If not, don't worry. Again, remember, it takes practice and intuition is a skill you have to develop. So don't give up. If you do feel something, write it down. Don't filter anything out. Relay anything you wrote down to the person who brought you that item and asked for his or her feedback. Exercise two, ask a friend to hide the object that has a lot of energy in it, like a wedding ring or an article of clothing somewhere in your house. Uh, Then try to connect with its energy and find where it's hidden. Exercise three, close your eyes and breathe deeply and make sure you are comfortable. When you feel centered and calm, imagine yourself projected into the next day. Think about what's happening. Who are you with and what are the others wearing? When you feel like you've had enough information, write down your predictions for tomorrow. Keep practicing until you've noticed that your predictions get more and more accurate. And always meditate. Meditation is the key to developing so many intuitive abilities. And I know everyone's always saying, meditate, meditate, it's going to do you good. You know, they're not wrong. And some of us have a hard time meditating. I'm pointing at myself here. I have a hard time making my brain shut up. I actually cannot meditate in complete silence at all. I have to put on music or do art. I meditate best when I'm physically doing something, not sitting still. So usually I'll have music going and I'll be making art. And then next thing I know, I'm lost somewhere meditating. So if you want to meditate, but you can't get the hang of it, try it a different way. You don't always have to meditate by sitting still on the floor in the dark and silence or with calm, soothing music. If it's not your jam, try it another way. Find out what works for you. Just, you know, get that intuition going. Alright, so like I said, if any of you guys have had any knowledge or dreams or intuition or anything like that happen, let me know how it comes to you. I'm curious to see what other type of psychic abilities are out there and what ways do you foster yours or encourage them to grow? How have you adapted it into your life and in what ways do you practice it and, and what are you some of your exercise ideas? I'd love to hear them. We want to be able to talk about all this, right? So just let us know. And you guys can always reach out to us on Instagram and Facebook. That's where we're most active at Mystical Moon Society. And the ugly stepchild that we don't talk about, Twitter, Mystic Moon Girls. (laughs) Yeah, see you next time, guys.